0: Welcome to the Lion's Den University Report. This program brings you a behind the scenes look at the spiritual life on today's university and college campuses. Now here's your host, Glenn Bailey. The following program was previously broadcast. Welcome again to the Lion's Den University Report. and uh, My guest is Dr. John Sanford, a professor at uh, Cornell University in Ithaca, New York, and uh, was uh, involved with horticulture there, now doing uh, genome, human genome research and uh, involved in some exciting new things relating to uh, why the uh, evolutionary view uh, is not scientifically uh, true and valid and uh, why the evidence uh, does not support it, mm. even though that's what he taught and believed for many, many years and uh, became a Christian about halfway through his career, and mm. uh, but now is a strong promoter not only of uh, creation by God, but also following Jesus Christ as mm-hmm. Lord and Savior. And uh, John, welcome again to our mm-hmm. microphones.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's my pleasure. And you're uh,
0: excited about a new book that's just come out about a conference that kind of you put together. Tell us a little bit about that and and uh, what's important about it.
1: Okay, so uh, the, the topic for the book and the conference was Biological Information, New Perspectives. And uh, biological information is really the the cutting edge of all uh, most biological research going on today is about this topic of biological information, because what we're this is the really the 21st century biology is revealing that uh, life is alive because it is a biological information network. There, there is within a living cell something akin to the internet going on. Mm. You have. Billions of cellular components that are communicating with each other. Right. And a lot of this is communication is actually mediated by language, and it is transmitted uh, where where essential instructions are being conveyed from one part of the cell to the other, and then respond and then the other part responds. And so the we used to think of biological information mostly in terms of the DNA, all the instructions and specifications that are in the DNA. But that's really just like the hard drive of your computer. That's static information that's stored in the DNA, but really the RAM or active memory of the living cell are all the proteins and RNAs and all the other molecules, signaling molecules, that are in the cytoplasm and that are active and being actively transmitted through information networks. And so that's, um, that's a, an incredible new realization. More and more scientists, not just proponents of intelligent design, but secular scientists, atheistic scientists are realizing that what's going on in the cell is um, executable programs. That We're, mm, we're looking right. at um, layer upon layer upon layer of information systems Executable programs, hardware and software, and uh, something like uh, internet, uh, and so so
0: and, and winding back history. When Darwin came up with evolution, it was the cell was kind of a glob
1: of uh, substance that, that was undefined. <laughs> so so it's it's really interesting because when Darwin developed his concept of uh, natural selection, he didn't know what was being selected for. Or, or what the basis of life was, the concept of biological information did not yet exist. He could have never dreamed that the foundation of inheritance what were, was information similar to a library. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he, he couldn't have ever guessed that. And so for him, life was very simple and a very simple-minded mechanism. Well, there's variation and there's selection, and the selection creates new variants. Uh, or, or or favors certain variants is a better way to put it. Um, so his his notion at that time seemed to have strong explanatory power, but in light of what we now know is happening within a living cell, his his mechanism really has very little explanatory power. Um, no one in the programming world thinks that you can build a executable code one by saying, well, I think I'll start with a zero. And I think I'll have three ones and then another zero. That's not how programs are made. All types of information, whether you're sending an email or writing a book or writing a program, start with a concept. And when you have the concept, then you start to think about the components of the concept. And then you think about what sentences you're going to use, and then you choose what words you're going to use in your sentence. And the last thing you do is choose the letter. And you haven't begun the book, with a t because you like t's or t just happened to show up you begin the book because it has to start with the word the because it's part of a sentence that opens the book that introduces the subject that's the way information works it comes from the top down not from the bottom up and that's another fundamental thing that came out of this symposium is that um information flows down not up it comes from high and flows down it doesn't molecules don't organize themselves into information information organizes molecules into life
0: and so you believe god created the heavens and the earth and god is the ultimate uh, infinite uh, infinitely wise uh, person who brought this into existence it didn't just uh, organize itself
1: right so so basically um Werner Gitt, one of the scientists there who's a specialist in uh, information theory, has written a book called In the Beginning Was Information. And that's right, because, or actually more accurately, In the Beginning Was God, and God Made Information, and the information was the basis for life. But, um, so, but information comes from intelligence. You never get information by any type of natural process and information is communicated to intelligence. If you and I are talking, it's only because we have brains. If we were two rocks, we wouldn't be having a very interesting conversation, <laughs> and there would be no mechanism for us to agree on a language. And so uh, we couldn't, it's, it's information and intelligence are f- fundamentally linked in a profound way, and that um, changes the whole picture of life. life. Life is an expression of a mind, of the creator mind.
0: Amen. An uh, awesome creator because yeah.
1: it's yeah. you know uh, far beyond
0: even our comprehension. We're even now scratching the surface as we mm-hmm. and discover all of this new right. Right. new uh, aspects of, of living things. Yeah. So and it, now say the name of the book again okay. and the and the different uh, scientists that were involved perhaps in talking about this subject.
1: Okay. So um, the book is Biological Information New Perspectives. You can Google it and it'll come up. Uh, the book it it was um there are 29 well credentialed scientists who contributed to the book Uh, it is uh, they represent every field you can imagine that's relevant to biological information it was um, peer-reviewed and edited and it was published by a scientific publisher and it's available through scientific world scientific and uh, it is available on amazon and it's available at a reduced price at BINP, that's the initials for the book, Biological Information, New Perspective, BINP.org. And so the BNIP is um, uh, like half price, basically, compared to the others. So that's that's the, the, the book. It is a landmark book. It's, I believe, one of the most significant books defending intelligent design. Uh, or basically explaining the science behind the intelligent design perspective since the design movement began. So it's a really high impact book. I really urge everyone uh, who's interested in this to, to, to request their academic library. You know, if you're university affiliated, I really urge professors and students to go to the library and say, will you please order this book because we think there's gonna be a lot of readership. Typically, any faculty member who asks for a book, their academic library will order whatever book they ask mm-hmm. to be put in the library. This should be in every academic library in the world because the papers are very technically, unfortunately, they may be too technical, but they're very technical and they are um, very high-caliber scientific papers. So this book... Any academic library is incomplete without this book. This is a milestone book, and it's cutting edge. All right,
0: and... uh Again, as we, uh, in the uh, Lion's Den University report, promote the gospel of Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ, which uh, we can have that material conveyed to us in a book, Mm -hmm. uh, the Bible. And uh, so your studies in science reinforce the Bible, which uh, is uh, really ridiculed in in, uh, many intellectual circles. Uh, And Christian faith is not only an intellectual pursuit. Otherwise, smart people would be all the Christians, and those who are less intelligent wouldn't be, uh, nor is it the reverse. <laughs> but uh, how do you see now, as a, a Christian, and having this information, uh, what's been the response to people uh, who are in the, the scientific
1: and academic community to some of these um, presentations? So, um, in our last interview, I mentioned that when I was um, a y- younger, a younger Christian, a new Christian, I was very afraid, uh, and I was afraid to. People would ask me questions, and um, it's interesting because now there's fear on both sides. I see evolutionists who are afraid to talk to me, who are afraid to talk to anyone about design. They just want to, you know, insult it or 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 silence it or dismiss it. They don't want to uh, consider it, because actually, if you do, it, it really can shake your worldview. And so uh, I see that there's a lot of fear on both sides. Um, Christians are afraid of being persecuted and ridiculed. Uh, the mainstream people who are in the group think um, are actually afraid that their Darwinian view might be, uh, is also very vulnerable. They're afraid of uh, realizing that their position is faith-based. They. Basically, when I was an evolutionist, I believed in the Big Bang by faith. When I was an evolutionist, I believed that there was spontaneous origin of life. And I realize now it was strictly by faith that I believe that. There's no rational basis for that. And as a uh, biologist and a geneticist, I believed um, that natural selection made things go get better spontaneously, which I now realize is not correct. It only does fine-tuning. And lastly, I believe by faith that um, man arose from lower organisms through a mutation, through trial and error process, which is not credible. Right,
0: and and all of those things are uh, in opposition to what the Bible says and the Bible claims to be our creator's uh, Mm -hmm. revelation to us of Mm -hmm. truth, that we are made in his image, that we are special, we're not just a a primate or a lower we have right. not only intelligence, communication, but we have a moral component mm-hmm. uh, to our lives. Uh, we don't uh, consider animals to be immoral. We say when a person is acting immorally, mm-hmm. they're acting like an animal or just yes. going on yes. instinct rather right. than on yeah. their higher uh, ability. Right. And uh, so this is... is uh, and the other side, if they would realize it's a faith, maybe they'll accept a better faith, <laughs> one that offers importance and value mm-hmm. and the love of God, mm-hmm. and standards that lead mm-hmm. to the, a blessing in our lives. Mm-hmm. And you came to this, you said originally your faith part of it uh, in Christ uh, through a personal crisis in your in your marriage relationship mm-hmm. that uh, you know the scientific answers don't handle real-life questions they, they yeah. handle, you know, yeah. the theoretical of, you know, and whatnot, but they don't handle uh, my personal accountability for my life. What am I doing with right. my life? And my, what am I here for? And where am I going? And Jesus Christ answers that, and you found those answers, mm-hmm. and now you found uh, the science uh, agrees right. with that, too. Right.
1: It's, it, it's, it's, In the last 10 years, it's becoming very clear to me that good science consistently is affirming Scripture, especially the area of genetics, it's really remarkable.
0: Uh, If you'd like uh, more information about the Christian life or would like a copy of this interview or our series of interviews uh, with Dr. John Sanford, we invite you to contact us at the address my announcer will give in just a few moments. And uh, this is Glenn Bailey host of the Lions Den University Report, mm-hmm. and my guest uh, for this and uh, the previous two broadcasts, <clears throat> Dr. John Sanford, uh, professor at Cornell University and researcher on the human genome. And again, John, so thank you so much for joining us. You're very welcome. You have been listening to the Lions Den University Report. If you would like more information about the Christian life or would like to contact the Lions Den or one of the guests, please write us at the Lion's Den, Post Office Box 226, Mifflinburg, Pennsylvania, 17844, or email ltcldur
1: at yahoo.com.